and welcome to episode seven of season two of the Therapist Run podcast. Thank you so very much for being here, and I hope you are all having a lovely day so far, whether it is the morning, the afternoon, or the evening. Hello, my friends. <laughs> um, has it been a month and a half? Absolutely. Am I going to pretend like nothing happened? A little bit, but I'm still going to talk about what's been going on the past little bit. Truly, I hope you are all doing so well, and for those of you who have just started summer break, happy summer break. What an exciting time. I've got to say, this past week has technically been the last week of school, but because I didn't really have many reasons to be at school, it's felt like the first week of summer, and I'm having the time of my life right now, so hopefully you guys can relate to that, or at least can begin to relate to that in the next few weeks. But let's see where we left off. We've got to have a little catch-up, as always, because my episodes like to be nice and spread out. (laughs) So last I left off, I was not even 17. So I've been 17 for about a month and a half now, and it has been absolutely splendid. Um, My birthday weekend, I'm sure I talked about that. All of those plans went great. It was tons of fun. Um, I watched Come From Away, which was just absolutely brilliant. I loved it. For those of you who have seen it, the lack of set, bonkers. Actually, I don't know how they pull that off. Um, I had a bunch of friends over. We played a bunch of games. That was super fun. I saw some of my guy friends from like other schools. We had a cookout. That was splendid. What else? Oh, <laughs> my boyfriend made matcha cupcakes for me and ate them with me, even though he doesn't like matcha, so he kind of just had, like, a dozen matcha cupcakes, um, that his mom was likely all gonna eat, which, honestly, preach, that's great news, but my, all my birthday stuff went great, so much better than last year, if you know, you know, which, honestly, if you're listening to this podcast, I would hope you know (laughs) what went down last year for my birthday, if not, you're, I can tell you're new. <laughs> I can tell you're new. Um, no shame in that. Happy you're here either way, but let's just say 17 is feeling a lot better than 16. Um, and if you want to know more about that, listen to my most recent episode. Um, but other than that, a lot of music stuff, I've got to say. Um, Ghost Stream Serendipity uh, by Izureru featuring Juliana Faustino that is me. Um, Great song. Uh, I will say my mic broke. (laughs) Like, this microphone that I'm using right now broke um, before I could uh, finish recording that song. (laughs) So, yeah, that that was a really fun time. And that also kind of, like, put a break in, like, my podcast recording. Um, Not that that was really an excuse. Like, I was honestly just swamped with school um, but that definitely added to it. So, Mike Broke, a lot of music stuff, Ghost Dream, Serendipity, and the whole album. Um, my friend Jez released a whole album, and it's called 24-7. Um, he goes by Izureru. I will maybe link it if I remember, but it goes hard, truly. Um, so obviously the end of school was a moment. Exams were a moment. I could honestly talk about those forever. Um, but I won't bore you guys with that. I'll just let you know, it was a really, really stressful time as you would imagine. Um, and we're just, we're just going to put a pin in it there. A lot of grad stuff. So I myself am not graduating. I'm in my third year, for those of you who don't know, um, three years out of four. So I've got one more year to go, which is honestly like 
now that I'm saying it into a microphone, I swear it was just yesterday. I was recording an episode being like, what I wish I knew going into high school. And now I've got a year of high school left, which is nuts. Oh my gosh, I should revamp that episode. There is an idea. <laughs> um, but anyway, point being, I'm not the person graduating. It is basically the majority of my friend group that was graduating. So, so many beautiful dresses, super clean suits, a lot of fun events. So there was prom slash dinner dance. Um, we had a lot of parties and not like ragers necessarily. I mean, a couple, <laughs> but just some really nice get togethers, celebrated a couple birthdays. Um, what else? I feel like I'm, I'm missing something. Well, I mean, actual graduation ceremonies, of course. Those were all a lot of fun, and it all happened really fast. To be honest, the last couple weeks of school, I swear, just happened. Um, but that's kind of where I've been the past little bit. Um, again, this is technically the last week of school, but I've kind of already, like, put my feet up. Um, and I'm having a blast. I quit my former job back in February, so I've been jobless for the past little bit, which just felt nice because ever since I started high school, I had been working, um, but I'm starting at a new job in a few days, which I'm honestly really excited for. It's at another grocery store, and before, um, my previous job was a grocery clerk, but really it was more like frozen. Anyway, it's still working in a grocery store, just not quite the same job. Um, and this one's a lot more like local and small and cute and I'm absolutely here for it. Am I working full-time? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. But yeah, that's kind of what the summer's looking like. Also need to learn how to drive, which has been another thing that's been swept under the rug for countless reasons, but mainly just, again, swamped with school. So, yeehaw, so glad it's over. I hope you guys are too. But yeah, that's just, that's what life's been in the month and a half we've been away from each other. Um, honestly, <laughs> spilling some beans here, but it was not supposed to be this long of a break. Um, naturally, as it always is, I did try to record one episode when I got my new mic, um, which, by the way, Blue Yeti Nano, like the only mic I will ever have. Um, incredible, super great, cannot recommend more. Um, I did try to record an episode and that one, that one was about, I think, dealing with low self-esteem or, or insecurity. Um, what was it titled? Oof, where are you? Oh, coping with insecurity and low self-esteem. Um, and I was honestly really proud of the ideas and I still have the outline, um, but that just never fell through. Like, I recorded it a couple times and just hated it. So, I think I'll come back to that topic, um, one of these days, but not in the summer because, if you'll know, I posted my summer schedule on my Instagram at juliana1ee. <laughs> Shameless plug. But if you are curious to know what other episodes are coming out this summer, I would check out the gram, and I've got a little story highlight that says podcast. Please check that out if you'd like to learn more. But let's get into today's topic, why don't we, after a nice little seven-minute ramble. <laughs> so to start off our lovely summer season, for most of my listeners, I would assume, um, I want to talk about my daily self-care routine and how you yourself can create one. So this is something that is absolutely crucial throughout your entire life. I mean, we say this so often, but you need to be consistent 
to reach your goals, right? And personal health should always be a consistent goal or objective, and consistent self-care is kind of just imperative. Um, At least I hope that you would think that, and if not, maybe it's time to learn to make personal health and personal care a priority because you can't even begin to reach your full potential if you are not healthy. Today, I want to talk about the mind, the body, and the soul. Yup, we're going there. We are going full crunchy granola girl and spiritual and gym girl. This is the vibe for today. And honestly, I think everyone could benefit from it, even if you are not a crunchy granola girl, a spiritual girl, or a crunchy granola girl. So let's get right into it. Essentially, my philosophy and what I think is most easy, what is most easy to digest when starting to create like a daily self-care routine is to prioritize these three things. So the mind, the body, and the soul. And it's really easy to neglect one of these three things and focus on the other. For example, if you are only really focused on maybe your physical health, which great, Everyone needs to be focused on their physical health, eating healthy. Maybe you like to go on runs. Maybe you lift for like two hours. It happens. My dad does it. I don't know how he does it. But then you're maybe not putting aside time to just have quiet time. Maybe it's always just go, go, go. And you can't allow your mind or your soul to just like rest and breathe. And then you don't really feel fulfilled. You know what I'm saying? That'll resonate with some people and maybe not quite with others, but... That is the example I'll be throwing out there. Essentially, I want you to... You can do this on paper or you can just do this in your mind. I need you to section off three sections for the mind, the body, and the soul. So I'm going to go through everything I do daily. Now, these are all things I I try to do daily or I do do daily, I will specify. Um, I do every day to work towards healing those aspects of my life and just maintaining them. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I think it is maintaining upkeep. Not quite. (laughs) You get the idea. Um, so firstly, let's talk about the mind. How can we take care of our mind every single day? Now for me, if you are a long time listener, or if you've even listened to the past few episodes, you'll know that I journal. I have been journaling every single night since I believe 2021. And it's been it's been really awesome. I It's great for my memory um, and it releases stress and it improves my cognitive function. It just really gets me thinking even at the end of the day. So this obviously beneficial for my mind. Is it really hard to get into journaling? A little bit, but if you yourself can put in the work to be consistent, maybe start every other day, I can honestly not recommend it more. Journaling has quite literally changed my life. I could make an entire episode about it. And if you'd be interested in hearing that, let me know. I'd be more than happy to. So the number one thing I do daily is journaling. Oh, I'm getting texted. Whoops. (laughs) Number two, the second thing I do every single day to heal and work on the health of my mind is making a gratitude list. So (laughs) I feel like this is something that's you'll see on some crunchy granola girl like instagram page on your feed um that's probably just my feed (laughs) but it is something you'll see or on like a quotes page it's like oh make a list of three things you're grateful for every day 
And it's so easy for, like, an initial reaction to just be like, well, you're going to run out of things to be grateful for. Like, yeah, I'm grateful for my mom. Like, I'm grateful for my house. I'm grateful for food. Sure. Like, have I written down all of those things? Absolutely. So you need to really dig deep. And I like to do my gratitude listing at the end of the day. Um, let me explain to you how I do it firstly before I get into all this. Essentially, I will make a list of three things that I'm grateful for. It can be anything, but typically it's something that has influenced me that day. So I write down, for example, let's say food because food is an easy one. All right, number one, food. So I'm grateful for food. Why am I grateful for food? Because food brings family together. Food brings connection, you know, all that cute and like sappy stuff. It might not feel impactful at the beginning, but the more you do it, the more you start to kind of appreciate and enjoy the little things. So when you hear people say, oh, just enjoy the little things, I kind of feel like making a gratitude list of just three things every single evening is kind of like that saying, but like in practice (laughs) and you're actually acting on it. So it's small, but it's impactful. It's actually something um, we did in my psychology class last semester or i guess last last semester um so it is scientifically proven to to make you feel better so that's number two of what i do to heal and take care of my mind daily and number three get enough sleep so a little while ago i posted a question sticker basically asking what kind of content you guys wanted to see in the summer Um, And I got a couple responses just talking about sleep. So let's talk about sleep. I made a comment when I was a little bit younger talking to my brother. And I was like, it's kind of crazy how when we're younger, all we want to do is stay up late. And we never want to go to bed. We dread bedtime. But I feel like as soon as we hit, you know, high school or where school gets a little more taxing, sleep is all we ever want. I definitely do not word it like that. I was more so like, man, it's crazy how we don't want to sleep when we're younger and we do want to sleep when we're older. But then he was like, yeah, that's so true. And he basically explained like, yeah, life gets busy when you're older and and suddenly sleep becomes less of a priority. Um, Not necessarily less of a priority. We want it to be a bigger priority, but it just can't be. Or can it? (laughs) So let's debunk this. Um... Firstly, is so simple. Just actually make it a priority. It's so easy to be like, oh, I need to prioritize sleep this week. No. Making a priority means canceling plans that interferes with your sleep. Don't watch another episode. I know you want to binge. I know you want to binge. Don't binge. <laughs> Don't binge and just let your mind rest. Sleep is the healing of the mind. Your brain is fixing itself. It's resting when you sleep. And that is so important. Because you're not going to have all of your cognitive function in the morning if you don't get enough sleep. And I don't know, to me that kind of just feels like a day wasted. Because why not be fully alert and such? Are there going to be times where we absolutely cannot get enough sleep? Totally. Should you feel guilty? No, because it it happens. But I think realizing sleep is so important and crucial to just living our life will set us ahead. Um. Ooh, my second point here for getting enough sleep is to romanticize the process. <laughs> Not in that way, <laughs> but more so have a routine. So my routine 
nice little tie-in to what I've already spoken about is I will take a shower, I'll eat dinner, I will journal and, you know, maybe hop on Discord while I'm at it, write my three things I'm grateful for and why, maybe do a quick little stretch and then hit the hay. That is basically consistently what my nightly routine looks like. Um, unless, you know, there are plans and I'm willing to sacrifice my sleep. That's not often, but it does happen. But yeah, find a routine that works and that you enjoy. Don't force yourself to do something you don't like. If it's reading that you enjoy, read before you sleep. If it's on screens, I don't know what to tell you because a lot of people will say, don't go on your screens before bed. I I I believe it. I'm sure it's scientifically backed. Personally, I have not really found a difference whether I'm on screens or not, but maybe try losing the screens. Whatever works for you, experiment, give it a try. But find a routine that you enjoy, get used to it, and ideally, in theory, that helps you get to sleep. It's worked for me. Hopefully, that works for you. So there's that. Number four, the very last thing that I do daily um, for my mind is to spend time outdoors with no distractions. And with no distractions, I mean no, like, artificial stimulants, um, which sounds like drugs. That's not what I mean. I mean, for those of you where that applies, yes. Um, but I mean more so, like, screens and social media and all that buzz. Um, I had a therapy session last week and I was talking to my therapist and she was just telling me how important it is to just get outside and just heighten your senses and and be aware of your senses, relax and and ground my mind, Um, which sounds super zen and super like, what's a hippie? Mm, I feel like that's not a word I should be using. Um, It just feels very like granola Victoria. (laughs) you know? Um, But truly, being outside and just breathing in the air, the fresh air with no distractions, and just being alone with yourself and nature really is important. And it took me forcing myself to go outside to really understand that. Um, Now, this is something that's on this list because I'm in the process of doing this daily. So, for the first three things under you know, what I do to take care of my mind, which is journaling, gratitude list, and prioritizing sleep. Those three things are something I I do now. I do daily now, today. Um, but the going outside with no distractions is something I'm working towards. Um, as a goal, I'm hoping to spend 20 minutes outside every day, no distractions. So not even music. Um, but we will get there and that is something that I am working towards and hopefully something you can too if you don't already. So those are the four things I do daily or try to do daily Um, for my mind. Let's move on to my body. So these are two things that honestly, I think everyone is, is quite good at doing, but let's get into them. So firstly, I try to get daily movement in. This is pretty standard. I honestly would like to think that most people listening to this podcast gets at least a little bit in, like... Is it possible to just, like, be in bed all day? Definitely, but I that is a lot less common, I think, than at least walking around the house. But for me, at minimum, every single day, I will stretch with no distractions. So when I say no distractions, I really do mean just, like, no phones, no music, just me and my yoga mat in my room, 
doing my morning stretching and not thinking too much or trying not to think too much. Um, secondly, this can be like walking or lifting for me. So I try to kind of hit two birds with one stone in the sense, I hate that saying, um, same vibe, um, where I will go on walks outside without music, without my phone, um, just so that I can exercise my mind and I can exercise my body at the same time. Um, so honestly, just going on walks without music is so, it's so good for you. And we hear it all the time, but, but really I think it can change. I think it can change your day-to-day life. Um, and lifting is something I'm going to be getting back into. I've been doing it kind of just once a week just to keep my body used to weights. Um, but I'm hoping to kind of separate my outside time with my body movement time so I can spend more time cumulatively taking care of myself. That is a word I struggle to say. Cumulative? I can't even say it again. Anyway, let it be known that I said it right the first time. Um, But yes, number one thing I do every single day to take care of my body is to move it. Um, And number two, not that this is less important, they are equally as important, but is obviously hygiene. So every single day I shower. Um, I feel as though this is pretty standard, but some people's skin doesn't like that. Um, I shower, I do skincare every single day girl, every single day I'm doing my skincare. I don't care if you're sleeping over at your boyfriend's house. Bring that makeup remover, okay? Like, if you feel targeted, this is meant for you (laughs) because you best believe I slept over at my boyfriend's house, like, last week and I brought all of my skincare. (laughs) So, seriously, do take care of not just your skin, but just your body in a way that is keeping it clean and keeping it happy, obviously brush your teeth, wash your hands when you're outside, all of that stuff that we already know. Do take care of your body and keep yourself squeaky clean. So the things I do daily to take care of my body is to move it and to clean it and maintain my hygiene. So let's talk about the soul. (laughs) This is something that I think can get confused with the mind and I think the one that gets neglected the most. So in my opinion, taking care of the soul is the most important um, and the most easy to overlook, even for myself. So, number one thing I do every every day to take care of my soul is to put aside some quiet time slash meditate. I do not meditate daily. I meditate when I've had a really rough day or I just feel like I have the time it just happens. It's not a daily thing, but I also do try to have quiet time. Quiet time is typically what I end up doing every single day to take care of my soul. And it's also beneficial for the mind. So if you're looking to get into meditation or if you are looking to just have that quiet time, regardless of what you want to call it, because meditation can just be closing your eyes and and sitting in bed and not falling asleep, but just focusing on breathing, focusing on everything you feel, on your senses. That can be called meditating or that can be called quiet time. If you want to get into that, which I honestly recommend all of you, regardless of who you are and and what your day looks like, what kind of stress levels you feel, I highly recommend quiet time slash meditation. If you'd like to get into that stuff, I would start by using apps. 
um, like stoic. That's how I got into meditation. Um, you can basically like pick sounds like rain or like rainforest. Um, you can listen to fire. You can listen to city noises. I think it's it's crazy. There is a ridiculous amount of resources in the stoic app. Um, and it also just, I sound like I'm an ad. I'm not sponsored. There are so many things on that app that can help you become more mentally healthy, um, and heal your soul a little bit. Cause I think we need that. So number one thing I do daily, quiet time. Number two is to have good conversations, connect with others as well as yourself. So meditation and quiet time is a is a really good time to just turn inwards. But humans, us as humans thrive with connection and and talking with other people and and just being in the presence of other people. I'll get more into that in my next little point here. But have good meaningful conversations, talk to your parents, ask them about their day. Don't force small talk, but try to talk about something that makes you feel like you can connect on a soul level. So pretty self-explanatory, I'd say. No, not through text, not really through Discord or FaceTime or anything, ideally in person. And lastly, the last thing I do daily to work on my soul is to give someone a hug (laughs) or just be physically close with someone. If you have someone close to you that you cuddle, cuddle them, platonic or romantically, just spend time close to someone and and give them a hug if you can because hugging it, there's something about it that actually you know that feeling that it's a saying like you feel warm and fuzzy inside that is your soul feeling happy that is your soul feeling full and that's what we want because a little bit of that every day will make you a better person and will make you feel better about yourself. It can literally be your dog. <laughs> go hug your dog or, or go cuddle with your dog. Hugs can heal. Seriously. And these are all things that are really hard to explain. Anything that involves the soul because so many people just tune it out. It can feel kind of awkward to explain, but really, the soul is is the you is is the feeling you. Um for those of you who are familiar with tarot, which I know will not be a lot of you, but I'm a big tarot girly, um, it's the difference between like the swords and the cups. So little tarot lesson for all of you, the swords represents the mind. So your thinking, your cognitive functions, your decision making, but the cups are your emotions, what you feel. You can't really control what you feel, not taking control what you think, but thinking requires more back and forth and feeling just happens. So your soul is kind of that version of you where you just feel and you you want to feel happy and you want to feel love and all that stuff. When you're feeling sad, your soul is lacking. Hopefully that kind of puts it into perspective, but hopefully <laughs> you guys found a little bit of inspiration from what I'm going to be doing and what I do every single day to take care of myself um, because I think the summertime is a really good time to get in shape in a like in a healthy kind of perspective not necessarily physically in shape but get yourself in order i think is a, a better way to to phrase that because it's a lot easier to fall into routine especially if you're working um which is what i i've never been more excited to fall back into routine <laughs> the past month has been an absolute zoo um but even for those of you who are not working and just traveling you have a lot of time with yourself 
Um, right now, my boyfriend is away in London um, for a couple weeks. We're only a few days in. And I've honestly had a spectacular time just like turning inwards and working on myself. Um, I'm happy that he's happy. I love that he's like exploring and stuff. And I think independence in relationships is, is great. And this is just the perfect time for me to focus on me again. Which actually, <laughs> on that topic, this is going to be a whole episode um, in the summer. So for those of you that were too lazy to check the Instagram, spoiler alert, this is one of them. Um, learning how to balance and maintain relationships in general. Really interesting topic. Um, I'll definitely be recording that one soon. Um, but yes, thank you so much for hanging out with me today, you guys. I know it's been a while, but I know we're all used to it, so hopefully that's okay with y'all. But ideally... I'll see you guys in a couple weeks. I hope you all have a lot of fun things planned. On my side of things, tomorrow, hanging out with an old coworker, gonna go watch um, a jazz performance, big jazz enjoyer. Um, and then, no, just hang out with my friends the last day before I start the grind once again. But please take care of your mind, your body, and your soul. Don't forget your soul. And yeah. I'll see you guys around. Take care.